It was another heartbreaking loss for a bruised and battered Hawks side who went to war with St Kilda but couldn't quite get over the line. The team now sits 2-2 two two with plenty of work to do and an Easter Monday clash with Geelong looming large. For now though, there's plenty to get through on the show so let's get down to business. Hello, my name is Nick Mason and welcome to another edition of the Hawk Talk podcast, the go-to show for all fans of the Hawthorne Football Club. I'm joined by a man who was at Marvel Stadium and watched it all unravel in the dying minutes. G'day Tiz. Unravel is right. 40 minutes we went without scoring a goal. We hung in there for a long, long time. Valiant effort, don't you think? Valiant and um, perhaps towards the end playing not the smartest brand of football ever. If we'd got one scoring chain right, <laughs> yes, we win that. But I mean, a lot of them weren't even chains. You can't call one disposal a chain, and that's what was happening. We'd kick it long down the line, hoping Give to it God back. that Segler would pluck a mark. It never happened. No, and he dropped his car keys in the in the car park. Did you hear about this? No, go on. Yeah, he's still trying to pick them up. <laughs> no, 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 just kidding. Just kidding. But but could he actually pick anything up on the weekend? Didn't seem like it. I know it doesn't. See, this is the thing, though. It's a long way down for Segler, unlike you and I. Well, so. no one was at his feet to give him his fair share. No, that's right? true. That's true. Well, everyone was stuffed. Poppy kept running. He, he seemed to be putting pressure on very late in the game. Yeah, true. Uh, he never gave up. We oh God, we lost so many players. We did, and and can I just say this? Like, I have a feeling that this podcast it it might be verging on adopting a negative tone, as it was a loss. But everyone really seemed to try their guts out. Okay, at halftime, I think I announced on Twitter mm. that I didn't expect to win from here. No, I I was also a bit cynical about it. And St Kilda, I know they won, mm. but wow, they should not be pleased with that effort. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. Uh, the the game in the second half was dreadful. For six six six, if that's what they're putting out on the park, um, that wasn't very good. I would venture further than that, Tiz. I would say the entire game was awful. And for it to be decided not by a player or a bit of skill or a magnificent, you know, a bit of footballing nous, yep. but by an umpiring decision, which is the way a lot of uh, games seem to be played. It seemed to be decided yeah. now. Yep. Um, just underlined how crap it is to journey to Marvel at the moment. <laughs> it stings to be done like that two rounds out of the four that have happened this season. I mean, to to think that we might have been 4-0 really cuts deep. I've got to say that uh, Hawthorne performed marvellously given the fact that uh, that's... Uh, Two out of the four weeks we've lost soldiers on the same line, mm. really restricted rotations. Yep. Did you notice that uh, Connor Nash went onto the half back line even as a as a uh, as a key back in the last few minutes? I did not notice that, but um, what choice did we have in the end? Well, uh, he, he managed to repel a couple of attacks there, but um, geez, uh, I was very very impressed with one Tom Scully. Now, that is a shining light from this game. Yes, Scully was very impressive. I do want to discuss his endeavours, but before we do, let's get stuck into some social media stuff. Uh, now, iTunes, Tiz, we've moved to 137 ratings, and we really appreciate that, people getting on board, rating and reviewing us on, on iTunes. That's fantastic. Oh, this is my best segment, this. Oh, it's your segment now, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez, you Who turned. is it this year? I mean, who is it this, <laughs> <laughs> this week? Uh, it's uh, Greg Deer. Oh, not bad. 
That's a pretty good one. Three three cups to the name? Yes. 137 games for Hawthorne. Also a life member and All-Australian three-time Premiership Ruckman, Greg Deer. So there you go. His dominance in the reserves initially saw him win the Gardner medal. And from there, he forced his way into the senior side in 1985 and never really looked back because he was part of the 86, 88 and 89 flags. And these days, Tiz, he's the director of Greg Deer Accounting. Amazing. An eponymous accounting firm. Yes, not the director of imagination, uh, <laughs> but uh, that's, that's a fair enough title. He owns the place. He's the director of the place. Greg Deer Accounting it is. He was very good with his knee, I've got to say. Led into the marking contests. Knee up. I mean, that ultimately cost him, didn't it? It cost him an entire season. He had knee injuries, didn't he? Did knee he? complaints. I think he missed the entirety of 1991. Well, I tell you what, a lot more people would have had complaints as a result of that knee. <laughs> so it all evens out. <laughs> Is that an example of karma? Maybe. <laughs> no, it isn't. Oh, look, he did well for himself. Uh, fantastic representative of the brown and gold with three premierships there in a in a superb era for the football club. Uh, now, Twitter, at Hawk Talk Pod, we're building what a community it is. I mean, this is the thing about this Well, year. they know it's, how to whinge, Nick. They do know how to whinge, as do I. I'm the, I'm the leader. I you know I really set the tone, Tiz, and uh, I think they take cues from my whinging, to be honest. <laughs> and I'm fine with it. Like, you know... We we celebrate together and we hurt together. This this year, four rounds in has been an absolute roller coaster. And uh, look, it, as much as it sucks to lose, I think it, we're all better off commiserating together. I think that's the good thing about this community on Twitter. So at Hawk Talk Pod, jump on there and follow us. And you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash hawktalkpod. So I sat next to the... I was right next to the cheer squad. Mm-hmm. They were to my left. I'm behind the uh, behind post. Yep. Fantastic seats. Mm-hmm. Watching Wingard warm up. Most touches he got all day. I was going to say. <laughs> warm up for what? No, he did kick a goal. That was a nice little celebration. Him and Bruce yeah. had their little moment. But they're still gelling. And you can tell they're gelling because Wingard keeps running in the wrong direction. Mm. Um, very strange. Nash is very, very concerted about being in the right spot. Yes. Um, but doesn't seem to attack the footy. Mm. He just seems to play the percentages the whole time. Very that, much, that's true. Very much like looking at an elongated Puopolo. It's quite strange. Yeah, no, that's an astute observation. I think you've you've actually nailed Nash's game there. But uh, when he did go back into defence late, mm. he managed to spoil a couple of attempts and 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 still lacked that attack on the ball. Yeah, um, he could have marked it. Where, in from my point of view, I saw Sicily take. Some grabs that he should not have been taking. No, like he, that some of those are incredible. Mm. And uh, Scrimshaw, magnificent. He just keeps improving every week. We're seeing the development of these boys in front of our eyes, but we just lack rotations. I mean, who went down for us? It would well, seem to be, seem to be, we had no one on the bench ever. And then at half time, we had one rotation yeah, yeah, one, left, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. So, given O'Meara was a late withdrawal as expected. I mean, we we're kind of on the back foot from the start. How came into the side, which is what we predicted, and we thought, well, if this has to happen, fair enough. Right. Bring Dan Howe in. Then to make matters worse, we were just battered all day till the final. Well, that siren. was a deliberate tactic. What? How? No, being battered. Oh, St right. Kilda decided that they would hammer us into the turf all day. Yeah. They, well, got, they had the ascendancy in the midfield. They were going to exert the oh, pressure. No, that's, that's fair enough. I mean, they, and they were good at it as well. But I mean, you know, we had Frawley injuries, hamstring. Then there was Cousins and his ankle. Smith's hand. He got kicked in the hand. Um, oh, Strat- did you get a free kick there? 
<laughs> no. Oh. no. See, I didn't see that at the ground. Maybe you did. I'm asking. I'm not, you know. <laughs> no, no, freaking. I'm not baiting you. No, okay. For, so not hard. that you need baiting. I was going <laughs> to say, it's so hard to know, and I'm so vulnerable to it. I'm just not sure anymore. Uh, and we had uh, a Stratton's concussion. He failed a concussion test. Yeah, so that, that was awkward from Stratton, wasn't it? That wasn't mm. reportable at all. Or I, I've got to say, I actually missed the incident. And uh, I, I know that he, he failed the concussion test, and he spent the last quarter. Well, he on told the bench, the, which... he, he told the, the runner that he was fine. And, right. Uh, well, I, I feel like most players wanted to would, continue to play. Yeah, most players are going to try and pull that one, but uh, no, we have these things in place for a reason. Uh, and Nash also spent some time off the ground as well. He had something uh, to do with his glutes. Tis okay. Yeah, he had a pain in the ass. I'm not talking about his opposition player. <laughs> uh, but uh, lovely goal though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a lovely goal. You were hoping for two. Can we talk about that? You were hoping for specifically two goals from Nash. And a win, yeah. And a win, yeah. You had a specific bet on. Yeah. But you didn't walk away empty-handed. Oh, we're not doing this again. (laughs) So he got the third goal of the match, which meant I got the place for his goal. Okay. And how much did that win you? It paid $9. (laughs) Hey, a win's a win. Yeah. It's more than I earned that day, so... Fair enough. Fair play too. Still didn't cover much of what I spent going out to Marvel. I was going to say, it wouldn't cover Especially when you get there early to watch the VFL. Anyway, more That's of right. that later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was almost professional. Well done. It's new for this podcast from us. Uh, so we heard from Darren. Uh, he hit us up on Twitter, at HawkTalkPod. Not sure how well other teams would cope with the three of their best inside mids out. Exactly. And, I mean, that's fair enough. Uh, and we heard from Well, Daniel. hang on. Before yep. we move on from there, what about mm-hmm. Warple? One James Warple doesn't... He He's, looks a natural leader. Yeah. Well, he just keeps on keeping on. Happy so, with him. So he, he earned uh, 426 uh, metres gained, which oh, is fantastic. a stat that not everyone enjoys. But um, bloody good second quarter, 10 touches. Mm. And then ahead of him in metres gained was uh, James Cousins. Oh, there you go. And then... Obviously, the other ones who usually are up there, Isaac Smith mm-hmm. gained 427 and a whopping 634 from James Sisley. I wanted to mention Sisley. Um, what did you think of his game? 12 intercepts. Yep. 11 contested possessions, 14 uncontested. 10, uh, re- 10 rebound 50s. Just ridiculous stuff. I wonder how many of those rebound 50s were in the last quarter because we were just repelling, repelling, repelling. And uh, that's all we could do. That's That was our role in the last quarter, was to just hang on until we couldn't. It was interesting that we we couldn't actually find the maturity to move it up the line. Well, I think... I just... Maybe we couldn't create the space. We, did, we lacked the energy. They, they were struggling to just find anything left. So they took the option that was maybe easiest, and that is to punt it long, congregate around the pack, and hope something is manufactured. But, I mean... We saw this in, you know, it's funny, we're playing Geelong this week. In so many losses against Geelong back in, you know, the the days of the curse, we were killed by that kind of play so much. Yeah. When the the game was on the line, and we saw it again this week, where if you do that and you don't try and manufacture anything with flair and and, and daring, you're not going to win the game, and that's what happened. So I asked at halftime who was going to stand up. Mm Mm-hmm. And... It was our wingmen. They were all very good. Isaac Smith, Henderson, and in particular, Scully. 
Yes, we heard from uh, the original Pabzilla, which is a terrific Twitter name. Uh, terrible to have the game stolen by a crap last few minutes. Free kick again. On the positive side, how good was Scully today? Well, let us tell you. 92% disposal 92% disposal efficiency at 26 touches he had. And two goals, if you don't mind. Five inside 50s and five score involvements. How good was that second goal? Oh, yes. Off the non-preferred from the boundary. Was it? Yes, how close it was, was he from the boundary then? Uh, he could have been tighter on the boundary, but still a tough kick. Yeah. Like, that is a good goal. The think... uh, cheer squad went up for that one, I don't mind telling you. <laughs> As well, they should have. It was terrific. Uh, I was also impressed with uh, Ruffy's first quarter in particular. Uh, he really ran hot as the game started. He faded a bit after that, but still finished the game with 14 touches at 92% disposal efficiency and two goals won. Well, he played on the ball in that first quarter. Hmm. Um, and I think after that, Howe was asked to, yep. wasn't he? So it was a good good way to try and impact the contest early, but um, yeah, faded late, as you'd expect. He had a weird old game, Ruffy. I would say definitively it was a good game. Can't but crack a free kick, Ruffy. No, and he can't take a mark either, which doesn't help. But so, I mean, sometimes it didn't matter. We still got it up for a goal anyway. But uh, he had a weird sort of a day... Uh in terms of fumbling, but, oh well, not to, not to worry about that too much. Uh, Ricky Henderson continued his stellar form as well. 25 touches at 80% disposal efficiency. Yeah, Although well down, on, well down on metres gained, though. Well, I don't mind that as long as the others step up and take the load, which it seems like they did. Do you know who else had 12 intercepts? Who's that? Scrimshaw. Hey. So they're looking like a bit of a team at the back there now. Scrimshaw and, and uh, Sicily. And Sicily, yep. They're a dynamic duo in the in defence. Especially when Stratton and Frawley were both out, there was a hell yeah. of a lot of pressure on them. Mira had to take up the the uh, mantle of being a key defender. I think I just uh, I felt a full body cringe on behalf of a lot of Hawks supporters when you mentioned Mira. There's not a lot of love for well, him out there at go. the moment. That's not his go. No. Let's face it. He's a he's a very very good player at VFL level, mm. and mm. Uh, when. He's been playing there so long that a lot of the standards have, have been ingrained into his playing style. Yep. So he's um, prepared to go one-on-one and prepared to back himself, but sometimes he doesn't have the closing speed that he would that w- would be enough in the VFL, but is not yeah. enough in AFL. I think and that's he a mis- fair assessment. And he misjudges it. Yep. But uh, he's still a very honest player. I thought that was a very, a very uh, tough call on him. And yeah. that was not paid... Throughout the entire day. No, it was not. So it's no. a matter of consistency there. But I, I, as I, another point, I would yeah. say you can't blame that loss on the umpires. If you don't score a goal for 40 minutes, no, you probably no. deserve to lose. Oh, look, it's the same as the Bulldogs loss. It doesn't come down to any one thing. It doesn't come down to one decision. It's just it kind of it, it hurts. And in the same day, we saw Carlton absolutely robbed beautifully. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I mean, the, that's, <laughs> that's far greater robbery than ours. Oh, yeah, but you'd prefer it not to happen in the space of, what, three weeks? It's, it's happened to us yeah, there's too many, twice. there's too many games, not just ours, yeah. being decided by the umpires. Yeah. Uh, we heard from Bergs on Twitter, at Hawk Talk Pod, saying it's a disappointing loss, but credit to St Kilda. A lot of our fumbles and bad decisions were caused by their pressure. They strangled us all day. And look, they did in the last quarter. You've got to give them that at least. That is exactly the kind of crap football <laughs> that 666 was brought in to stop. Yeah, that's true. Yep. This is exactly why I don't like watching St Kilda mm. and they don't get any Friday nights, Nick. <laughs> and yet you're kind of inadvertently echoing uh, Clarko's sentiments about these new rules where he's scratching his head and he's like, so, I'm sorry, um, if I may, what was the point of all this? Because teams aren't scoring more 
and the the games are are, are worse, I yep. guess. And I think the underlying tone in all that was the coaches have far less control than they've ever had. Yeah, which does not suit us because we've got the best coach. <laughs> Correct. Uh, so he's frustrated, and he's, so he should be. Um, but I think he's frustrated more by the injuries than he is. So are we going? Are we are we going to get anyone back? Like will Stratton get up in the eight day break? Or? Uh, well, I, I don't know. See, concussion. You know, from the outside looking in, it's it would be really hard to tell, right? Because concussions are so circumstance and situation specific. Like it's so well, it it's look, hard to measure. It didn't isn't look it? as bad as Fife's concussion. He not only got concussed, but then he got thrown to the ground. Mm, mm. I guess the uh, the long break between games is probably going to suit us well. Uh, O'Meara, you'd expect to come back. Yes, maybe. Uh, Frawley... Done uh, for as, a few weeks. Yeah, as we're recording this, I don't think we quite know the extent of that injury, but hamstring. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what you'd expect, uh, Brand to come in? Oh, well, we'll look at the VFL first before we decide who we're bringing in. <laughs> All right, let's get and, to some... And who more. else is out? Who, well, who else is out? Um, Cousins might be touch and go. Yeah, through, yeah. Someone said he got a jab for the ankle. Yeah, he would have. Yeah, yeah. So, I was uh, very surprised when he ran out after. So was time. I. I thought he was well and truly done, but no, he's back out in the park. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, a few big question marks. Before we get to next week, though, let's hear from some more uh, listeners here with their their tweets and their questions. We heard from Al, who said, "I've seen a lot of criticism from several fans, air quotations, several. on social media." Most calling for the heads of Nash and Frawley in particular. I even saw someone say that Cousins wasn't deserving of a spot. That'll do me. Any chance we can have a bit of positivity from the supporters? Have we been negative all that much? I think situationally, Mm. um, we played the game out fairly well. Yeah. It was always winnable. Do you mean... like you and I, have we been hmm. negative? Yeah. Um, well, I can tell listeners right now, if that's... <laughs> I'm not finding it a great effort to be positive about this side. I thought hmm. that was a terrific so did I. effort. Yeah. No, if I'm coming across it all negative, especially with the tweets, it's uh, it's pure emotion that we lost the game. But uh, no, I, I quite enjoyed the way we fought it out. I thought we went to war and, God, we were the walking wounded, but it... <laughs> You know, it just didn't go our way. But you can't fault the effort. And that's what you want to see, the effort. And it was there. Um, what I what I want to know about these fans that Hell refers to, calling for heads, I mean... Well, I mean, it's who, just who reactionary you, stuff. Well, it is. But who do you want to bring in? <laughs> I mean, we'll get to the VFL, as you said. But, I mean, what? So, Frawley's done. So, you won't get a say over him now. You take out Nash, what are you going to bring in? Lewis, but then let's say... Oh, there's plenty of options for Nash. There's Hanrahan, there's Ross, there's... They're not quite the same, though. Well, I mean, he doesn't play tall. Although he did take that mark. <laughs> oh, that, oh, yes, that mark. <laughs> what a highlight. <laughs> um, yeah, but, you know, Cousins misses as well. It's We're sort of running thin. We're not having the same luxury as we did at, say, round one or round two, you know? Uh, so Poppy and Nash led the team for score involvements along with Gunston who mm. seemed to have a very frustrating day again. He did, yes. So they're not gelling, that forward line. If it no. starts to gel, and given that the uh, inexperience in the midfield was not helping the trajectory of those kicks into the forward line, yeah, are we for a chance sure. to get Shields back, by the way? This week? Mm. I'm not sure, actually. Well, uh, listeners might have that information by the time he was, this drops. I thought he was listed on the injury list as potential okay. for Easter Monday. Oh, right. That okay. should be a big boost. Mm. But um, Dan Howe looked like he hadn't played in a long time. 
Yeah, not at the level, obviously. It's a, as, as you say, it's a step up. You know, so the the punts were coming in to the forward line and, and, and we weren't moving well, we weren't leading, we weren't creating yeah. space for one another. Yeah, and also of, the kicks weren't well targeted either. So No, a lot of commentary on Twitter around those particular points. There was no energy or system or movement and the disposals coming in were just haphazard and, and seems, you know, without direction or targets. So Yeah, and, and usually when we got to a point like that in the game, mm. we were, you know, Jordan Lewis would put on a torp and kick it over the back and we'd reset, wouldn't we? Yeah. Remember that? Yes. We'd just kick it over the top of everyone. Oh, look, it went out of bounds. What a shame. Yeah. And we'd reset. And then we'd basically do what St Kilda were trying to do. And lock just it in. Lock it in and just keep on uh, peppering the goals and see what we come up with. But, but I, um, I tell you, sitting sitting in that front row, mm. there was one bloke who was terribly desperate to impact that game and never got a chance. <laughs> oh. And that was Chad. Yeah. He couldn't quite back up the um, the showreel of the week before. I don't think he likes Marvel too much. I don't think I've ever seen him play very well there. Is it PTSD from being rammed into the post? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that's it? <laughs> well, I wouldn't like it either. Yeah, maybe. Hodge was there yeah. on, on Sunday. <laughs> that interview with Sam Mitchell. Everyone on Twitter was saying how he was uh, commentating and giving up our secrets. and Yeah, he was giving some insight. Um but also, pleasingly, he kept on referring to Hawthorne as we. Is that true? That is true. That's great. Yeah. How long has he been at Brisbane now? I don't know. I just keep thinking, hashtag always. <laughs> <laughs> that is good, though, isn't it? Mind you, I think I would identify with Hawthorne after his time there. You know, the. Uh, I mean, this will sound like an unrelated tangent, but the um, new teaser trailer for the, uh, for the upcoming Star Wars film dropped. Sigh. <laughs> and uh, one of the quotes from it is, no one has ever really gone. And I think that's the case with Hawthorne. No one's ever really gone. Hodge will come back to us. You can tell. He, you can tell he wants to come back someday. Let's hope he doesn't get a flag in the meantime. Eh? Yeah. How are you, Lee? Now, um... <laughs> <laughs> well, he loves Hawthorne. He clearly loves Hawthorne. What, Lee Matthews? Yeah. Yeah, okay. He does. He never came back. Oh, come on. He does marketing stuff for us. Although, <laughs> mind you, it's probably worth a bit of coin to him. We did. We did offer... To let him coach us a few times over mm. the years. He has some love for us. Don't tell me he doesn't. Uh, he probably does. He yes. probably loves the sun, sunshine more. <laughs> so, uh, have we doled out some placations to the masses yet? Are they feeling better about <laughs> themselves? Or Well, I've got, I've got a few more things. Uh, we heard from Matt who said, uh, Hitouts, one of the most overrated statistics in the game. It was 65 to 30 hitouts in Hawthorne's favour, but we yeah. lost the clearance count <clears throat> by 13. Clarko was obviously frustrated by that. Hmm. Uh, couldn't use the hitouts to advantage. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know. Let's have a look at the stats on the hitouts then. All right. So St Kilda had Marshall in the ruck most of the time. He was pretty good actually. He was good. Yeah. Um, he got twenty-eight hitouts mm-hmm. to advantage. Only thirteen of those. But uh, Hawthorne had sixteen to advantage all up. Okay. So and that's... McAvoy had forty hitouts. <sighs> Okay. Okay, so the percentage is pretty low, which means yeah. he's nullifying any benefit mm. from getting that hit out. And the boys, the young boys around the around the ball there need to be smarter about the, how they're doing this. Yeah, it means we should be absolutely dominating. If he's winning the hit outs all the time, or a, a vast majority of the time, we should be making more of that. For those of you at home wondering if we were screwed by the umpires, I would like you to listen to this stat. Mm. 19 frees to St Kilda. Okay. One in their defensive 50, 13 in the midfield, five in the forward 50. Well, that helps. Yeah. 
Hawthorne, 16 in total, three less than St Kilda. Three mm. in defensive 50, 13 in the midfield. Mm. Well, that's it, that's 16. <laughs> None in the forward 50. None in the forward 50. How, in the na- uh, how does that happen, Nick? I don't know. There's got well, at least one. You Can we get Ben one. Brown to come down and stage for us? No. <laughs> oh, that was incredible. It's like he was uh, on the set of Power Rangers. Are we too noble? What is going on? I don't know. Well, see, what you've got to do, Tiz, is you've got to bring the ball to ground and then have someone no, you don't. try and pick it up and then all you've got to do is just pounce on it and that's holding the ball. Nah. No, 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 hang on. I, I take you back to the final stages of the match we just watched. Isn't that holding the ball? No, no, I want a holding free kick. I oh, want... So you want to do it honourably. Yeah. Like it's always paid. No, I want, like, you know, roughly it is obviously manhandled almost at every contested yeah. mark situation mm-hmm. and he never gets a free. Just try and keep up. AFL's changing, mate. It changes every week. Uh, absolutely grotesque. I can't imagine that the AFL, if they suspect that Geelong are going to win by a thunderous amount, will let us lose the free kick count. I can't wait to But cut. let's just watch. I can't wait to edit that into the next week's episode. <laughs> Whatever happens. <laughs> uh, okay, so we heard from Nicholas Horsley as well. At Hawk Talk Pod, a couple of gut-wrenching losses that really cut deep. However, I can't help but think that this season could be the catalyst to our success going forward. Getting games into blokes that might not otherwise be getting such opportunities could be valuable in the coming years. Yep, 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 yep. You've got to see the bright side of these things. Uh, Even if it is... A long way off. No. Look, we're round four. Come on. This no. is not season-ending kind oh, of Oh, no, no, no. No, no. I think, I think uh, Nick Horsley is just, you know, trying to cheer us up a bit. You know, see the silver lining in things. I don't think... Uh, it's not all doom We'll be glory. fine. Our development is pretty bloody good at Hawthorne. Yeah. We heard from Carlo as well. The 87 streak ends. Vale. <laughs> you should do a commemorative <laughs> podcast about the streak over those four games of glory. Well, Carlo, I say if, if Fremantle can put out a DVD of their 2013 final series, we, we should put out a DVD of those 87-point games. Why not? I reckon we should do a retrospective podcast <laughs> of the year 2015. That'll be a hell of a lot more fun. Ooh, actually, there's an idea. Can Round one. <laughs> Patreon? Can we start a Patreon, a Kickstarter of some kind? Hey, do, it, do it. Do it. We keep going. We do it in 2025. It'll work really well. All right. There we go. That's, we're going to be doing this by 2025. I'll have greys. <laughs> I already do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to happier news now, which was uh, actually at Marvel Stadium 2. Uh, Box Hill prevailing in a curtain razor, which is nice to see. Uh, they stepped on the gas after halftime to run over the top of Sandringham, recording a 41-point victory. The team moves now to 2-0 for the season so far. So, tis a great start. Beautiful, undefeated start. Did it with style. Put the foot on the gas in the third quarter. Looked wonderful. Max Bailey certainly knows what he's doing. He does. Uh, Ross with three goals, following up his uh, his bag from last week. Ross is turning into a very, very handy little player, isn't he? He's breathing down the neck of Poppy and Nash a bit, isn't he? At this stage, he is, yeah. If he can, if he can keep this up, then I'd be very impressed. Yeah, well, Boucher kicked four. That's right, yep. Box Hill listed. Yes. Boy, but he had a game out. <laughs> it seems that our uh, major ball winners for Box Hill were all actually Box Hill listed, which is unfortunate. Well, it that's how, like that's how were, it's meant to happen. Yep. Like, well, the, I would like to see some of our guys who are AFL listed to uh, to be some of the shining lights of the team so we can go, oh, yeah, they're developing nicely and they can step straight into the team. But, oh, look, you know, Connor Meadows... Glass got 23, but uh, was taken off late with an injury. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Meadows got 30, Andrew Moore 28. Uh, Walker with 24, Kilpatrick 23 touches. Yeah, well, Timmy had 20. 
touches. O'Brien Harry, had 20 Harry touches. Jones had had twenty one and a goal. Okay, all right. So Caden uh, Brand had twenty two. Maybe I'm mistakenly downplaying their contributions there. So uh, Timmy kicked two goals, mate. One more than Mitch Lewis. <laughs> There's no need for that. And Timmy's a swing man, unlike Mitch, who can go in the ruck. But that's about all. You don't think Tim- yeah, Mitch has two positions. You don't think uh, Mitch is going to challenge Segler for the ruck duties, do no, well, you? Well, another week like this from Segler, I think he might. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's come on. We've got to make the switch to Mitch eventually, surely. We heard from Rory, who said, It's time to make the switch to Mitch. Segs to make way with Mitch playing forward and relief ruck. Gives us greater mobility. What are your thoughts? Well... Like I said, Rory, I'm in the Mitch, uh, the Mitch Lewis fan club, and I'd like to see it happen. I'll hold out one more week. If if he's not put in the side this week, if he's not not given a go. What are you going to do? Fair enough. Right, no, no, I'm right to the club. <laughs> fair enough. However, I'll give him one more week. You'll give Segs one more week, and then because I don't know, I don't know about him at this stage. I would, at least he provides contests. But I think Lewis can do that. But anyway, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I I just think if if Segler turns in another week like he just has, I'll be ready to see just something different, and I'd be happy for it to be Lewis. So coming in for Frawley, I'd say Brands. Yeah. yeah, and I uh, guess uh, we're getting stuck into the preview now. Hawthorne versus Geelong, three twenty p.m. MCG Easter Monday as always, April twenty two. Yeah, I, I think they know. Yeah, well, it's, it's a it's a calendar standard now. Hawks fans. Well, I'm just setting it up for you. Now, <laughs> now we're into it. That's how links work. So, Brand in for uh, Frawley. Yes. And Stratton. Stratton, big question mark. So, uh, if Stratton doesn't get up, we're looking at Timmy. Well, probably, yeah. And I think fans are just going to have to adjust to that fact. And he will play defence. And does uh, does Mira keep his place? Uh, at this stage, yeah. he He has to. I mean, what alternative is there? Well, um, you could go for an opt for another midfielder. I don't know. I mean, well, at the moment you're looking at Brand on Hawkins. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And Radagalia. Yep. You've got Timmy running around with him. Yes. And they'll throw their ruckman forward, mm-hmm. which means that Brand now goes on to the ruck and Mira goes to Hawkins. I guess, yeah. Not enjoying this, Nick. No, not really. A lot of fans are definitely nervous about this clash, and I can see why. What is it? Ticketmaster resale, isn't it? Is that the address? <laughs> really? You're not going to go? <laughs> You're going to go? No, nah, they they need us. Oh, they, you know, I don't think they actually need us, but uh, you know, they enjoy having some support in the crowd. That's for sure. <laughs> it's a Hawthorne home game. Yeah. Yeah. So. I know people are understandably nervous, but you've got to get out there and support the lads. If they're really that nervous, I want to point out that we won the contested possessions on the weekend. Okay, well, that, that's With something. With that young midfield. Yeah, okay. See, there you go. So there, the tenacity there is, is there. Yeah, having a crack, that's what you want. And if we can bring that, at least, to Monday, even if we, you know, we're, we're odds on to lose, no one's got us favourites. And it, our wingers no are far better than their wingers. Look, I think... The G is almost always decided by your wingman. I was going to say, I don't expect us to turn in the same kind of performance on that ground. I think we play the MCG better. We've never loved, we've never had any love for Marvel. No. So, But who does? Well, exactly. So I reckon some of these boys must be looking at getting elevated out of Box Hill during the, um, the mid-season draft. Yeah, who are you looking at? Well, maybe Moore or Meadows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We heard from Trent, who asks, what is our goal for this year? doesn't look like we're up to scratch to genuinely compete, in my opinion. Is our goal just to blood the youngsters, 
get some more gun recruits, get Mitchell back at the end of the year and launch next year? Well, I'm projecting about 10, 10 wins, um, which is just sitting outside the eight as mm, far as mm. I, I, I see it. And uh, if you can pick up a couple of wins on the way, got to remember the last year we didn't start very well. Yep. And Clarko's saying that everyone has really no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. Right? I believe him. Um, so at some point, the best teams are going to emerge. Yep. Now, generally, round six is the time where you know whether you should book your holidays for September or not. Yeah. But this year, it may not be. Yeah. It's becoming far too unpredictable. So we don't really know how good or how bad we are. And this is the point I was going to make. St Kilda have had a fantastically uh, lucky run with mm. who they've played and at what point they've played them. Yeah. Well, that's we've just seen that's true of us. They got us at exactly the right time when our midfield was just bare as. Yeah. And then we lost all those players in the game. So, I mean, just... Yeah, look. And then did you see the scoreline in the Frio-West Coast game? West Coast should have smashed them. Mm. But mm. Um, Frio had more sh- scoring shots. Yeah. And it was decided by about two goals. So there's just too much flux in this whole in this whole AFL at the moment. And, and that's and exactly the point I was going to make. Is that Some people <laughs> call that excitement. <laughs> I call that no one having any idea over how to stylistically go about this game. And the AFL calls it ticket sales because... If you well, think, they're down. They're down one percent. Are they down one yeah. percent? Well, they'd hate that because I think their goal is if you can if you can design a competition where any team on any day can realistically win, then you get more people through the gates, and that's just more revenue. That I think that's the goal, isn't it? That's what equalisation is. Anyway, I've I've been on my soapbox about this before. I don't need to do it again. But uh, no, like you know, responding to Trent's question, these things are just up for revision weekly, usually. And I think especially this year, as you point out. So what's out the to goal? Us. Premiership, well, and then well, this year. Look at Warple. That's a- <laughs> that, that is that so per- on brand for this podcast. But look at that. That is a fantastic performance by a young man. Of course it is. And so is Scrimshaw. Yeah, you're looking at the Warple Scrimshaw and Nash Appreciation podcast, and when Mitch <laughs> gets elevated and finally oh, well, I mean, elevated when he gets a senior game, I Nash, mean, Nash is is sort of. Middling, disappointing me a little bit at the oh, moment. I thought he could, oh, you've turned. I, I thought he'd, uh, I thought he'd sort of come into his own a bit. He just needs to use that body of his, attack the footy a bit more. Really want it. I get the sense that he's thinking too cerebrally mm. about his game. He just needs Strikes a bit of Strikes you as a particularly cerebral fellow, does he? Well, he does actually. He does. Yeah, because yeah. uh, I attended that. Um, what's it called again? AGM. The AGM. Yep. And he had. Too many vocabulary for his his answers. It's ironic that you said too many vocabulary. <laughs> yeah, that's deliberate, Nick. It's called irony. See, listeners can't <laughs> listeners can't see the delivery and how unclear it is. Having mentioned my use of irony here, mm. what about that post that I got in trouble for from you? Oh. Uh, Oh, this is great. So I know that Nick's about to start his shift, ladies and gentlemen. And I go (laughs) onto Twitter and I mention that Buddy's coming back. You didn't tell me that you timed it out so I couldn't do anything about it. That makes it even worse. And then eventually he comes back online. (laughs) It's just all this rubbish. And people quite innocently engaging with us about whether Buddy Franklin's going to come back to Hawthorne. (laughs) 
Jeez. And I tried to make a point of like posting again uh, yeah. screenshots of the AFL trade wizard, oh. which no, which everyone just saw as a new opportunity to talk about Franklin again. <laughs> now, Hawks Clarko fans. Just, is not going to let him step through the door. No. And it's not happening anyway. So just look, here's the rule of thumb. That was wonderful. Yeah. I enjoyed that. I was I went back to my own account and started liking it. Yep. And people's responses. Oh my gosh. Oh, just creating a lovely the, little feedback loop. The rule of thumb is this all of this started, this this rumor mill about Franklin walking out of Sydney and coming back to Hawthorne is thanks to a, a one of those Facebook pages about AFL trade rumors. Of I thought a few people had mentioned it because uh, his uh, contract's back-ended, yeah. which means that Sydney are going to have a lot of trouble paying him out and keeping the players. So what they should do is offload him, still pay like three yeah. or 400 of it, but mm. not the rest. Mm. The new club can, can pay. And I mean, St Kilda, other little clubs, would want, they would love to have Franklin there because Franklin would take the best defender and then they've got Bruce and that <laughs> other crap guy, Membry. <laughs> Right? We're doing exactly what I didn't want to do, and we're talking about it like it has any... Oh, I didn't realise. I'm sorry. Oh, you've done it again! <laughs> Damn it! Should have known Don't, don't you think you'd be good up. next to Connor, Nash? Uh, look, yeah, but for free. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine, okay? I'm, I don't need him back. Buddy uh, Franklin, testimonial year. <laughs> Well, look, everyone listening to this podcast, they know I'm a big fan of Lance, but it's it's fine. Don't need him back in Hawthorne. And not worth talking about because it's just garbage regurgitated by multiple Facebook AFL trade accounts that sounds like of which there are like 50 billion. None of them are right. Including your own. Uh, uh, including AFL Trade Wizard, which is <laughs> it's not even an account. It's just a completely... It exists in Photoshop. It doesn't even exist as an account. Anyway, sounds like your romance is over. Oh, that's a stretch. I was up all night picking that one up. <laughs> we heard from Alex. Greetings from China, boys. Love the pod. Greetings to you, Alex. Didn't know we had a listener from China. Uh, question. If Brand comes in and dominates, does and should Flawley get back in? Jeez, that's as bad as Rolance. Did you? Um, you haven't edited out the obvious racism here. Oh, is that? I don't think that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. He's no. He's he, he's he's, he's writing from China. Yeah, I and know. And he's pronounced the yeah because he's saying, as an L. Yeah, I know what you mean. But he's saying that Frawley has flaws in his game. Oh, I don't know. Alex, tweet us at See, <laughs> Maybe you can settle this one. No, this sounds very un PC. All right. Well, we move on. No, let's answer it. Uh, no, now I want Brand to be the the future. I, I want him to have enough of a go yeah. at the level to know that he's the guy worth investing in. Hmm. Do you think um, Brand is a little bit bland? What is this? It's become the. It's become great. the Hawk Talk pun cast. Yeah, I mean, there we go. Uh, <laughs> you did another one. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was so smug making that joke. I didn't realize I was anyway. I don't want to buy into that anymore. The obvious appeal of Frawley never having another game because Brand was so good. Mm. Uh, oh, that's ideal, fills me isn't with it? confidence, but I don't think that's going to happen. Well, no. It seems that when Frawley's right, he'll probably get his spot back. But you want to get to a point where it's contentious, right? It's like, oh, well, I don't know if Brand should give up his spot. Yeah, he's been playing well, and so, he does have very good one-on-one stats, Brand. He does. So, uh, I mean, but. For him to come in mm. against the form bloody key forward of the competition, apart from Tom Lentz, who seems to get more from inside the goal square than outside. <laughs> yep. uh, 
<coughs> thus rivaling Nash <laughs> oh, so and Jenkins. We've got a Smokey for the Nash Jenkins medal. <laughs> so the Nash Jenkins Lynch medal. But it's a tough ass for Brand to come straight out of the VFL yes. onto Hawkins. Yes, it is. Uh, anyway. So, uh, fans, just set your expectations accordingly. And support the bloke. Uh, yes, and support the bloke. Don't call for his head and, and wish you had Frawley back because, A, Frawley's going to be injured. B, I'm not sure there is anyone else Cause, cause beyond Brand. I learnt they can definitely hear us, Nick. <laughs> they when can you, hear When us. you're at the fence and yep. you yell out, hurry up, wings. Yep. And um, he, g- he gave us a smile. Did he actually? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. And also the boundary umpire had a go of us at us when we... Um, when we told him we considered him to be biased in the way that he was financially accepting <laughs> uh, monies from St Kilda to come to the decisions he did. Being the boundary umpire... Not really an economical he, diss, is it? Like, you just... You need to get that one out there yeah, very I wrote quickly. Yeah, I wrote it down. <laughs> uh, and then read it out to him. <laughs> very good. Yes. Or, as the cheer squad put it, who's paying you? Yes. <laughs> there it is. See, yeah, that's... Yeah. yeah. Far more... Yeah. It's punchy. Yeah. <laughs> we heard from uh, one of our listeners, Mount Everest. Uh, in the Geelong versus Hawthorne dynasty, which team came out on top? We won more premierships and they beat us a lot. What's your take? Who's he barring for? Hawthorne. This isn't even a question yeah, that no, Hawthorne supporters engage in. Yeah, it's not a question. Uh, Hawthorne came out on top because we won more premierships. Yep, that's done. End, end that's of. the objective. Yep, that's the point of the competition, and we did it better than them. So that's it. All right, thanks, Mount Everest. <laughs> uh, he is a Hawk supporter, and I, I hope we're not having a go at him, but it is really just he, that easy. He could write for the Geelong Advertiser with that kind of, <laughs> that kind of blinkered view. Do they read down there? They do. <laughs> The front page, at least. That's because the pictures. Did you hear that um, the Son of God had something to say on, on... Well, he liked something on Twitter that perhaps wasn't... Yeah, no, well, I've got something to say about pa- that. Perhaps it wasn't kosher, I'm no, not no, sure. No. <laughs> well, th- I think this is a good cue for my rant, don't you reckon? We'll, we'll just tee that one up. Oh, oh absolutely. <laughs> Ray Hadley, go ahead. <laughs> this Easter Monday, GWE v the HAW. This time of year, I wonder who's the worst Scott brother. Brad's bad, but Chris, the whinging, the moaning over freeze. You cut the figure of a fairground clown who's ready to receive. You feel Kelly, Cole Jasney, Taylor Hell, Radigalea. Build any 22 you like, because Chris, you haven't got a prayer. Unless you go see Gary Jr., he might have a verse to read you. He'll take a break from faving hate speech on his social media. The cats are clawless, just some itty bitty kitty committee. The hawks will fire up and send them packing from the city. Very nice. <laughs> they're going to hate that down at the Cattery. What about we get to uh, some miscellaneous listener questions to finish off? I, I enjoy this now. I didn't like this early on. <laughs> no. I felt it was impertinent. Anyway. Well, so I'm hoping, I'm hoping with, the, uh, with the iTunes segment, with the number of games com- corresponding with the number of ratings, I hope, I hope you'll come around to that. That's my plan. Hasn't happened yet, but <laughs> <laughs> persist with it. Like you, you've come around to miscellaneous questions, and I'm glad. We heard from Chizzy Nolan. Hey guys, came across an amusing Twitter account. I think your audience would enjoy. At days MFC is counting down to the twenty thousandth day since Melbourne won a flag. Yeah, that's something to celebrate. <laughs> it's like there's another one like that. There's um days since Essendon played in a final. Yeah, that's into the five k. <laughs> it's gonna be a sad day when that eventually. Breaks. Yeah, it expires. Yeah. 
No danger of that yet. No, not at all. So we'll just ride that one. Uh, we heard from Tim too. Uh, is it just me or has the skill level dropped, not just for Hawthorne, but across the league? We kind of touched on this before. Missing easy, non-pressure kicks, dropping simple marks, etc. I think it hurts us more because our game plan is based around keeping possession of the ball. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it was quite obvious to me that we, we could not maintain possession at all. But I thought no. that was a function of injuries and uh, lack of rotations. Well, but... yeah, it, because it became more apparent towards the end of the game. So you could definitely attribute it to that. Yeah. I will say, though, that of the football I've watched, so, you know, I mostly just have my eye on Hawthorne. I'm very much a one-eyed, one-eyed supporter. But um, of the games I've seen, I think the quality has been down. Would you agree with that? Well, I've certainly enjoyed it less. Does that mean the quality's been down? <laughs> I think the two might be correlated. I don't know. Well, you'd have to do... All right, so the kicking goal accuracy on the weekend for mm-hmm. our game. St yep. Kilda ran at 40%. <laughs> okay. Yep. And Hawthorne ran at 50%. Okay, well, yeah. Okay, so the expected score should have been a 20-point win to St Kilda. Mm-hmm. As it was, it was only a five-point win. Yeah. Very strange. Especially when you consider we're indoors. Mm-hmm. I just think uh, four rounds in, we haven't really had that, you know, that that real great game. Do you know what I mean? That one that sort of hits the headlines and everyone's sort of um, unanimous in saying that, yeah, that was bloody brilliant. That was a great watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good on both teams. I mean, that was terrific. Um, that hasn't happened four rounds into the year. That feels strange to me. Yeah, and... Uh... I don't know what the AFL can do about it, but of course I'll come up with a rule change. It'll be good. Oh, absolutely. Hmm. Yeah. No. I, so here's the thing. I want to put it over to Twitter. I mean, consider this an open invitation that lasts effectively indefinitely. Submit to us at Hawk Talk Pod your predicted rule changes. Oh no. Yeah. No. no you d- know this is just, someone's just going to take this and run like they did with the AFL final system. <laughs> that poor bloke in Tassie. He came up with it. <laughs> And they they never gave him any credence, never never said thanks, nothing. Well, I, I'm going to start, okay? Now, the point so here is... So just watch it, because your IP <laughs> will be taken. <laughs> you will not get credit. Yeah. Uh, the point here is you've got to really... It's a delicate balance, okay? Yeah, because you've got to hide your good idea between really, really bad ones. Yes, exactly. So, so I want listeners to be a bit stupid, <laughs> but... Be also realistic, and, and I'll set the tone. Here's one for me. I think this has actually been discussed, and that is, I reckon, in the coming year or two, we'll have the boundary umpire throw in the ball uh, five metres in from the line now. Okay. And I th- that I see, it's small, isn't it? It's, it's a small change. Right. But it would affect the game, because it would bring the ball closer to the corridor, mm-hmm. and therefore give... More teams, space on yep, either side. Yeah, more space, and, and you, you, you've got a more accurate shot if someone gets a kick away. Uh, it's a small change. It could affect things. It's the kind of thing that the AFL loves doing. It's just this it's tiny... It's tinkering. This tiny tinkering, this little innovation. Something you wouldn't notice until it's cost you the game. Exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. There's the level, listeners. I've said it there. Your challenge is to effectively create a rule and submit it to us at Hawk Talk Pod that is just annoying enough that yeah. it might actually be implemented in the next couple of years. Yeah, like every mark earns a goal. Something like that. <laughs> oh, well, the, the one that um, uh, I think David King is, is discussing. Oh. Uh, where mm. it's, you know, and this has come up uh, so many I times before. I am already filled with dread. <laughs> well, it's just the idea that if you kick backwards, it should be play on. Now, that's come up before. 
and that doesn't seem too outrageous, but it would absolutely change the game. Okay. And, and why stop there? Because he, he suggested it on the basis that... Can you handball backwards? <laughs> yeah, well, there's the question of what's allowed anymore. But I reckon they should just change it so you can kick it to yourself and it's a mark. <laughs> well, I think they should change it so all marks are play on. That would get things moving, wouldn't it? They've already done that. All they did that with Bruce. Did you oh, notice? right. <laughs> you remember? He, he took three steps back. Yes. And, oh, play on to the guy who's only two and a half metres away. Yeah. Now, I want to just clarify something. Watching that, I legitimately thought, I don't know what your reading was at the ground, but I thought he did come off his line. <clears throat> However, where? This, oh, hang on. Okay. Where is the bloody line when you're 200, what, 110 metres from goal? Well, true. He went straight back, did he not? I think he he didn't quite go straight back. However, this is the problem. It's officiated far too strictly. Like, you, you can't do anything. The, the moment you take a step to the left or right, it's play on. That's ridiculous. And that never used to be the way. But it is now. And, and so when he did that, when I saw it, because I was watching from home on this occasion, when I saw it, I just thought, uh, here we go. That's... Uh, He's definitely going to be asked to play on, and then I saw he he hadn't heard it. I'm like, oh god! You here you it comes. thought you thought that that I, was a play on I situation? Did, I, no. Well, here's the thing: is I don't agree that it should be, but I know that it is because I know how they officiate, and it's ridiculous. <sighs> Again, just another thing they've got to actually get under control and go. You know what? We've kind of gone too far. We've ruined this. It shouldn't be play on, but that's what they call as play on these days. So just. Just to clarify, Hawk supporters, I don't agree with it. I yeah, think it's uh, rubbish. This is a pylon, people. Get This is crap. <laughs> that was one of the worst decisions I think I've seen over the weekend. That was not play on. He no. wasn't even in a position to kick it by the distance he was back. I, I know. I know and I agree. But that's just where what the AFL is The bloke didn't even days. stand on the correct mark, nope. Nick. No, I know. I completely agree. And the other bloke wasn't. It was too close. He was in a protected zone. I'm not watching the ball sail through. It should have through. been 50. Yeah. I'm not watching the ball sail through for a goal five seconds later going, Oh, oh that yeah, was correct. I can see why that was. Obviously, I'm not. But I'm just like, I just I just lament the state of the game. That's it's, all I do now. You've still got that umpire's cap, I can tell. <laughs> I do have that umpire's cap. Were you wearing cap. it at the time? I took a selfie with it today. <laughs> <laughs> That'll come out for the Geelong game. Oh. We need something. <laughs> Maybe I should have borrowed it. <laughs> well, I just like to support a team that always gets it right, you know. <laughs> you can't uh, lose when you're with the AFL, mate. Yeah, AFL house cap, I think, is what you're after. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're, go- we're getting back to the miscellaneous questions just to wrap up. Uh, Jarvis, do you guys also feel a little flat before the games have even started as we have played the last three Sunday afternoons and it's A the worst footy slot, and or B, by the time our game starts, we have put too much pressure and expectation on ourselves due to the results already completed. Uh, Sunday Arvos are getting a little bit tiresome now, I've got to say. I'm so glad you said that because I'm right there with you. Oh, I can't. I'm, I'm over it. What have we got now? Well, we've got Monday next week. Yeah. Right at the end of the round again. I don't know. Has Full Hawthorne... of chocolate. Got to roll into the G. <laughs> roll into the G. Yep. Oh. Try and not sit in the sun. Obvious reasons. <laughs> Uh, we heard from Richie as well at Hawk Talk Pod this is the first year that I don't want to go to the footy and it has nothing to do with Hawthorne am I on my own no I've read I've read a few fellas say this 
He continues, I just don't like the game anymore. The umpiring is a disgrace. Too much influence on games. We shouldn't even know their names, let alone give them nicknames, such as Razor. The style of football that is being played is ugly, low scores, and boring. But I do love the podcast. (laughs) Thank you very much, Richie. I think that's a a nice little note to end on. I mean, we've covered our thoughts about the state of the game. We don't need to double down on that. But, Richie, you're not alone. And... uh, Fortunately, we're not alone. We've got lots of listeners. They're all Listen, jumping I think on board. It, I think it'll all come out in the wash, don't you? I, I think there'll be a pattern emerge in the results and there'll be a way to play this game which looks better than it did in the past. I think that will become apparent. Ooh, that is but I'm super not sure that the lists mm. are built for the way it's being refereed at yeah. the moment. Yeah. I don't think the lists uh, emblem... You know, you look at some lists and that should be beating this list. Yeah, uh, but that's not happening, mm. and the reason that's not happening is because either the rules are wrong, mm-hmm. or they're not playing the right game style. Yeah, and that will change. I mean, doesn't it just speak volumes when you've got like, you know, he's not he's not coach of the year or anything, but Alistair Clarkson, he's a genius coach. We know this. The record speaks for itself. But he is stubborn. He is stubborn. Okay. but he's a so, smart guy. So he's stubborn, and maybe he's not. Learning the lessons quick enough, yeah, perhaps. and it's happened in the past. That, that's this wouldn't oh, be the first time that's happened. Oh, and I agree, I agree. But it it sort of just speaks volumes when he's saying week to week now. Yeah, I'm not sure about any of this, guys. I just I don't know. I would have thought he'd know a thing or two, and we should listen to him. But apparently not. Apparently, we're just uh, bravely forging ahead and, and building the future. So predictions, Nick. Predictions. Uh, we do not win this game. We don't. No chance. Based on what I saw against St Kilda and our personnel, uh, no. What about if the umpires decide they've been too tough on Hawthorne? <laughs> you know, we've robbed them twice. Maybe we should give them a leg up. You know. Is that where I pinch myself and wake up? <laughs> what sort of dreamscape is this? Yeah. Oh, look, they're being mean to Sicily. Free kick and 50. Oh, jeez. What do you reckon? Oh, yeah, They're okay. deliberately targeting Sicily here. We can tell we're not completely unintelligent people. So we might protect him under the rules of the law. Well, that's where I'll stop you. <laughs> <laughs> they are unintelligent people. Uh, no, look, a lot has to go right. My heart rate might be in the 180s, but I can still make a good decision. <laughs> a lot has to go right. But then I look at the week we've just had, and it, it really that was a fiercely unlucky game of football for us. Oh, I, th- I think in most facets, yeah, yeah in, a, in a lot of ways, and I think. Uh, Are we going to have a bit of luck? Is that what you're saying? It's going to turn. Well, I think it might turn a bit. Oh, here we go. I th- I think we bring the fight, but uh, I mean, how Geelong are travelling well this Should year? Should I get so the I just, ambulance now? <laughs> I think Geelong are playing well, and uh, it's it's really it's hard to see us winning. It's I, good to see the beaten by GWS, who, by the way, yes. only had a couple of rotations. Yep, themselves. That bodes well for us, but. I see it being a uh, a Hawthorne Geelong classic, but I'm just yeah, I'm not convinced that we end up on the right side of it. But you know, I look to be surprised, and this is it. This is it, Richie. There's something about the game this year that I don't like yeah. as much either. I recommend Richie tries tipping because <laughs> he will hate the game even more, <laughs> but and it, it might push him all the way around to loving it. You never know. <laughs> Full circle. But this is this is it. I don't really like it either these days as much as I used to. But I'll tell you what I am doing, Tiz. I'm going to be there Easter Monday because that's what we do. And in full voice. That's right. We support the brown and gold. It's been a rough week. It's been a rough year. So It's been a weird year so far. But we show up anyway and we cheer the lads on. So that's what I'm doing. I'm not sure we're going to win. 
My tip is that we're not going to, but damn it, I'm going to be there anyway. Can you give us the Friday night? Uh... Oh, who's playing Friday night? That came as sooner than I thought. I lost Thursday as well. I think I got one right from my multi. Did you only get one? I think I only got one. What, West Coast? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, that was a strange result. Yeah, that's right. So tell me, who's playing Friday night? Because I tipped the dogs and they lost, which was by design. I wanted them to lose and they did lose. So the Mason's multi-curse. I seem to be harnessing it, Tiz. It's happening. Well, we only need to do two games here, right? So uh, Brisbane, Collingwood on the Thursday. This is the one you get right. Yes. Not last week, but typically that's the one that I always get right. Yes. Uh, Brisbane, Collingwood at the Gabba. Yes. Uh, I tip Brisbane to bounce back. Interesting. Mm. That's a bit of money in that. And, uh, oh, what a great... Oh, there's two on the Friday. Oh, oh so the two oh, Friday we can clashes. double up. We can double... Oh, there's a lot of money to be made here. <laughs> Get them both wrong. Okay. Um. <laughs> Talk about Good Friday. What about Great Friday? <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Back in the Black Friday. No. Um, <laughs> North versus Essendon. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's a horrible tip. At Marvel. Oh, well, would it be anywhere else? Of course it's at Marvel. Uh, Field of Dreams. Uh, or more screams, as it were. Jeez. Um, Field of Screams will probably catch on. That is great. <laughs> Hashtag Field of Screams. <laughs> uh, God, North. What did North do on the weekend? They won. They, they beat Ad- Adelaide. They beat Adelaide, though, at Marvel. Yeah. Uh, Essendon absolutely pantsed. Who Adelaide have never looked more mentally unwell than they did. That, Which that is day. astonishing. Yeah. So North Essendon, and Essendon played who? They destroyed someone. Brisbane. That's right. Yeah, tipping Brisbane to bounce back. Uh, let's go Essendon. Excellent. Yep. Well, I and, uh, well, I might hate North, but I just don't want Essendon to keep on a roll. You know, they are on a bit of a roll, and we need to snuff that out. West Coast versus Power, <laughs> and that's on. That's at Optus. That is. I'm going to tip West Coast. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah, that puts you in a difficult spot, doesn't it? It does, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mind you, see. it is the value choice. <laughs> I can't see Port getting up over there. Okay. <laughs> now you filled me with doubt. Oh, dear. Well, I reckon uh, on that note, you know, <laughs> had a bit of fun, a few laughs, <laughs> in spite of what's been a strange week in the, in the footy ride for Hawthorne. I hope I dried the tears. Yeah, it's 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 been a bit tough for Hawks fans, hasn't it? So, nevertheless, oh, it's just frustrating. Oh, it is frustrating. It's not tough. It's it's just we could have won. I mean, bloody well should have. Well, that's it. It could have so easily been four zero, but you can just see something might be coming together, and we're yeah, it's going to be a work in progress. I feel, and we see the next chapter of that on Monday at the MCG. You're going to be there yourself, Tiz. Oh yes. Well, I'll uh, I'll see you there. From about 100 metres away in M10. <laughs> I'll, I'll wave. Yeah, you'll wave. I'll... Co- coquettishly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that'll do us. Uh, it's been the Hawk Talk podcast. We are a happy team at Hawthorne. <laughs>